0: This is the Business Savvy Mama, episode 63. Your questions answered. Welcome to the Business Savvy Mama podcast. I'm your host, Christy Lingo. As a two-time mom and two-time entrepreneur, I know that being business savvy as a mom entrepreneur is more than the marketing and the sales. That is why I specialize in helping moms find fun, fulfillment, and happiness in their work, family and selves through time management, productivity, and mindset strategies. I want you to be a business-savvy mama too, so let's dive into today's topic. Hello, mamas, and welcome to this week's episode. We are going to change things up a bit this week with a little Q&A from my community. I've collected your questions from Instagram relating to time management, productivity, and mindset. I truly believe that if one person speaks up and asks a question, chances are there are several other people out there feeling the same way or asking the same question. So hopefully today we can answer some of your questions, even if you didn't submit a question. And before we dive into your questions, let's discuss something fun for you to do with your family. This week's family fun tip is inspired by the recent landing of Perseverance, a.k.a. Percy, on the surface of Mars. If you've got kiddos that love space, you need to check out NASA's Space Place. You can find fun family games, crafts, and activities like scavenger hunts and coloring pages, along with using Oreos to learn the phases of the moon or a fan to see the layers of the Earth's crust. You can find all this intergalactic goodness by visiting spaceplace.nasa.gov. And if you've got an out-of-this-world idea that you'd like to share with other mamas out there looking to have simple, easy family fun be sure to hit me up on Instagram at businesssavvymama. Just tag me or DM me with your ideas to share. And if you haven't yet joined my free monthly family fun bucket list community, you can do so by visiting familyfund.businesssavvymama.com. Each month, you'll receive a worksheet for you to take suggestions from your family and then schedule time together to make sure your family fun gets done every month. The March worksheet comes out this week with seasonal ideas, so be sure to sign up at familyfun.businesssavvymama.com today. So, as I said, today's episode is based on questions that were submitted to me via Instagram from my community. First up, we have Jen at McRaeDesign.nc on Instagram. Jen asks, is there an app to schedule stories on Instagram? I'd also love a link to any time-saving apps too. Thank you for your question, Jen. And yes, I definitely have some apps to help you save time and help you to feel more productive. Before I share those ideas, as I suggest with many things that you might add to your routine, make sure you're super clear on why you are making a change. It doesn't have to take weeks of journaling and meditating, but sit for a few minutes and think about the purpose behind adding this app to your phone or to your daily routine. And the reason I suggest this pause is to make sure you aren't just adding to add. Is the app or new routine something that's going to help you manage your time better or feel more productive at the end of the day? If so, it is definitely worth the time and the effort you put into utilizing the app. If not, if you're just doing it because somebody says to do it, it may be better to just refine a system that you already have in place. That said, here are some apps that I use personally to help me save time or work more productively. First up, the time on apps. So this is part of your settings on both Apple and Android, and it offers a way for you to see how much screen time you're using. When I started regularly checking my screen time, I was floored at how much time I was spending. I honestly didn't think I was wasting that much time during the day mindlessly scrolling. But alas, the numbers don't lie. In addition to seeing how much time you spend staring at your screen, you can actually set limits for certain apps within your phone or tablet. Once you've used up all the time for the day, it won't allow you to open that app again until the following day. And while these aren't apps per se, I found these tools so helpful in providing a check on my screen time, which in turn led me to reallocate that time to my family or to my work priorities. Next is the Focus To Do app that helps me with the Pomodoro technique, which in a nutshell is working in 25-minute bursts with a 5-minute break. The Focus To Do app times the Pomodoros for you and allows you to adjust your work and break time as needed. For me, this is helpful because I look at the timer and it says I have 15 minutes left. And I think, okay, I can keep this up for 15 more minutes. I dive much deeper into the process and the positives of the Pomodoro Technique in an episode from September called Why Entrepreneurs Need the Pomodoro Technique. And I'll be sure to link to that in my show notes. My next app suggestion for saving you time is Instacart or any sort of grocery or shopping ordering app or service. I personally didn't start using these until we were under quarantine, but I don't think I'll ever go back to traditional grocery shopping. As mom business owners, our home life and work life are so intertwined. So anything we can do to alleviate stress or save time in either the home or business arena is helpful. I love that the apps save my previous purchases so I can easily reorder items that I have in the past. And I love that I don't get distracted browsing the aisles or throwing extra items in my cart. And it's great that I can be spending time with my boys or working with clients while somebody else gathers my goodies. I know I was late to the grocery delivery or click and pick up game, but if you are looking to save time and you haven't tried it yet, you definitely should. It is so worth every penny. Next up is Evernote. So I use Evernote kind of like a corkboard app. It's a great way to collect all those little snippets, lists, ideas that pop into your head or articles you see on the internet so that you can refer back to them later. I really like that you can use it on both your computer and your phone. And one way I use Evernote to save time is by writing my captions for Instagram posts on Evernote on my laptop and then copy and pasting them from the Evernote app on my phone when I go to make my post. I can bust out a caption so much quicker on my laptop than I can trying to type in those tiny letters on my phone. There are even times where I will type and bank the captions for posts that I'm planning later in the week so that I can just easily post them. And speaking of posting on Instagram, Jen's first question was about apps to schedule Instagram stories. And first, full disclosure, I am by no means a social media expert. I am a productivity expert. So these are coming from a time-saving standpoint. But the answer is yes and no to whether you can schedule Instagram stories. Yes, there are apps that allow you to plan your story's content and decide when it would be best to schedule, and the no is that nearly all of those platforms will not post your stories directly. Most operate by allowing you to create the content through their app, and then they'll send you a notification when it's time for you to actually post it. I did find one called Storito that allows you to post directly, but according to the research that I did, Instagram currently does not approve of any apps that post stories directly, so your convenience could eventually hurt your algorithm score. Again, not a social media expert, that's just based on some research that I did. The idea with stories is that they're supposed to be in the moment, and scheduling kind of goes against that idea, so just a heads up. I personally have tried both Planoly and Tailwind for scheduling stories, and I found that when I received the posting notifications, I would still sit there and tweak and post them myself, so it didn't actually feel like it saved me much time. But if the idea of batching a week's worth of content and scheduling notifications to remind you when to post helps you stay consistent, serve your community, and grow your business without adding unnecessary steps or time to your marketing plan, then 100% do it. Our next question comes from Stephanie at Mama Hustle on Instagram. She asks, what should you do when you are dealing with a family crisis but also need to work on your business? This question is so good and so timely. Like how many of us have dealt with some sort of family crisis this year, whether it's someone in your house gets sick, your kids are suddenly home from school, someone in your extended family has an emergency, and these crises or emergencies are always looming. How can you possibly prepare for them? I actually did an episode on this back in November called What's Your If Life Gets In The Way Plan? That episode was inspired by my sister, who is a mom to four, ages two to eight, who broke her ankle and was basically unable to walk from the second week of November until around Christmas. I'll drop the link for that episode in the show notes so you can listen to the full episode. But creating a plan to work on your business when there is a family crisis boils down to these three steps. Know your priorities. What absolutely must be completed because it is time-sensitive or consequential for your business. Eliminate unnecessary tasks. If it will not have an immediate or devastating effect on your business, just let it go until you can resume full effort. And finally, delegate. Are there any tasks that you can delegate out for the time that you need to be away? Are there household tasks like cooking and cleaning that you normally do that you can hire out to give you time to work so that other hours can be spent tending to the crisis? And if your emergency requires you to drop everything for a bit of time, it will be okay. Dedicating your time and energy to the priority of tending to your family is better than spreading yourself too thin. The stress of juggling too many balls, especially during times of crisis, can have lasting impacts on your mental and physical health. It takes a bit of trust, but believe your community and your clients will be ready when you return. And finally, I have a question from Dina at IamConfidentlyMe on Instagram. Dina asks, how do you deal with mom guilt when you're working all day and don't have much time to engage or play with your kids? Thank you, Dina, for this question. And I am 100% sure that you are not the only one dealing with mom guilt gremlins. Let me start by saying mom guilt is all in our heads. It's a product of something or someone somewhere telling us that in order to be a good mom, we need to act a certain way or buy a certain thing or spend every waking minute in direct eye contact with our kids. And the truth is, there are a lot of different mom styles producing a lot of amazing kids out there. Some moms only see their kids for a few hours in the morning and the evening, and they're great moms, and their kids are great. Some moms stay home all day and need to maintain their house, so... Even though they're within close proximity to their child all day, every day, they aren't in constant contact. And they're great moms. And they have great kids. Moms who take time for themselves are great moms and have great kids. Moms who spend all day with their kids are great moms and have great kids. There is no 100% effective great mom formula. That said, I encourage you to explore the root of your guilt. Is it unrealistic expectations or false depictions of what working mom life looks like? Do you worry about how your decisions will impact your child's future? Are you trying to be a mom of all trades but master of none? So often our worries and guilt are rooted in a story our mind is telling us about what a good mom looks like and that somehow we are not doing it right. The only true story is that all moms experience some form of guilt whether it's from working or spending time on themselves or letting a baby cry or having another child, when you find yourself struggling with this mom guilt, get to the root of what makes you feel that way. Ask yourself, what is it that I'm doing that's causing me to feel guilty right now? Then follow that up with, does my child know I love them? Am I setting a good example for them? Do I make time for my child? And if you can answer yes to those questions, Tell that mom Gil a-ba-butt. This is a huge discussion, and I know that I've just barely scratched the surface with it, but I dive super deep into how to teach your kids to entertain themselves and the mindset around teaching your kids the important life skill of independence in my Independent Skills for Independent Kids course. You can check out the particulars and grab your own copy at independentkids.businesssavvymama.com. And thank you so much to Jen, Stephanie, Dina, and anyone else who submitted questions for our very first Your Questions Answered episode. Links to any of the episodes that I mentioned or my Independent Skills for Independent Kids course are available in the show notes, which you can find at businesssavvymama.com slash podcast. Just search for the episode, Your Questions Answered. And if you've got a question about time management, productivity, or working mom mindset, be sure to follow me on Instagram at Business Savvy Mama so you can submit your question for my next Your Questions Answered episode. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode of the Business Savvy Mama podcast. Remember, if you'd like to pick up my free monthly family fun bucket list to help you create more fun, intentional family time, you can grab your worksheet at familyfun.businesssavvymama.com. And if you'd like to share family fun ideas from your family, be sure to tag me or DM me on Instagram or Facebook. Just search for Business Savvy Mama. If you enjoyed today's episode, be sure to hit that subscribe button so you don't miss any of the episodes to help you become the most fun, fulfilled, happiest, and savviest business mama around.